Welcome to the Thinking Things True podcast. My name is Ron Chung and I'm your host. Now, what if you could go back in time and see the cave where St. Paul spent three months under Roman arrest in Malta? The year is AD 60 and Emperor Nero sits on the throne at Rome. Paul has been teaching about Jesus and his followers no longer worship the emperor as son of God. The Roman governor arrested Paul for rebellion against the empire. But before he can be executed, the apostle claimed his right as a Roman citizen to appear before the emperor face to face. That is why he was on his way to Rome when a violent storm sank the ship he was on. Now, in the New Testament account, the writer of the book of Acts recorded what happened. They were rescued by the locals of an island called Malta. The shipwrecked soldiers, crew, and passengers were shown kind hospitality, so the writer tells us. The Roman governor of Malta was called Publius. His father was deathly ill. Paul prayed for him, and the old man recovered. And in time, Publius became a Jesus follower, just like Paul, perhaps the first Maltese Christian. Now, this explains why Malta today is over 95% Christian. So here's my story. I was on my way from Istanbul to Algiers, and I too visited Malta, now not by a sinking ship, but on a Boeing 737. I made my way to the old city center where Paul's church was located, a walled citadel called Emdina, was next to a civilian town called Rabat. Here at Rabat, I went down the ancient steps into St. Paul's Grotto, a cave identified as the location of Paul's imprisonment. Now, as a Christian, this was an exciting pilgrimage of sorts. As an historian, this was a wonderful opportunity to piece together the texts of the Bible and the cultural history of Malta. And as a scientist, I was able to trace the archaeological findings that led to this discovery. Now, some say that there is insufficient evidence that St. Paul arrived on the island as a Roman prisoner. However, others pointed out that, number one, Malta was indeed among the earliest identifiable Roman settlement with Christians. Number two, the overwhelming percentage of Christians among the Maltese is circumstantial evidence of its Christian heritage. And number three, supplemented by the ancient text of the New Testament, I'm more than convinced that Paul was actually in Malta. Now, whether or not the cave presented to the public today is the actual location cannot be verified with scientific certainty. And that's because the event happened too long ago and the grotto has been venerated by millions of pilgrims before archaeological methods could cordon off the area to avoid evidential contamination. But as my good professor Diogenes Allen, an ardent baseball fan said, hey, we're in the ballpark. Now, today, you too can take a 90-minute ferry from Sicily and land on the island of Paul's shipwreck and read Acts chapter 28. Thinking things through, I'm grateful that we live in such times when advances in science and technology, especially archaeology, gifts of divine revelation. They allow us to discover and learn so much about the history of our faith. Surely, it is our responsibility to make time and effort to find out and separate the facts from the fictions of religious claims, including our own.